Welcome to SCW. It's back for SCW interviews once again now. I'm joined by a very special guest today. I'm joined by from the YouTube channel DWE, Mr. Dan the Man Williams. Dan, how are you doing today? Very good. Excited to be on you once again. It's great to have you back. And of course, a lot has happened since we last spoke. Of course, uh, you mean, you've started the YouTube channel and from out of nowhere, over a few short months, you've gone from, you know, starting off to nearly 250 subscribers. That's a fantastic achievement in such a short spell of time. Um, tell everyone a bit about your channel. My channel is um, wrestling, but a bit different to normal wrestling channels. Sometimes I'll do reviews, but it's like a lot less negative about the product. And it's like, it's different perspective completely because like, I'm not really an attitude there. I haven't been watching wrestling for that long. So it's more of a modern fan and newer fans point of view, their perspective on things. I love that as well. That's what really engages me when watching your channel because it's a different perspective. And like you said there, there's so many out there that have been watching the product for like 15, 20, 30 years. I'm not going to say how many years I've been following, but, uh, you know, I've, been, I've definitely been one of those as well, you know. So it's great to see that different perspective, because like you say, uh, you're one of the sort of, you know, newer fans and, and also from a different demographic as well to a lot of, you know, say that the NXT ones is the 50 plus, isn't it, a lot of the time. But to get yeah. that perspective is a nice, fun thing to listen to. And uh, you've done a different mixture of wrestling videos, haven't you? Some old content as well as new content. Um, but we'll yeah. start with some of the newer content before going to the older. Uh, what sort of stuff do you like doing? Of, of today's current product then i like to make more like entertainment videos so it's not sometimes there is reviews but it's not just reviews there's lots of different things like i did wwe pickup lines a lot of fun more like creative stuff with wrestling and like stuff that you normally see on youtube but with the mix of how can i make it as wrestling themed as possible I really like that. And like you said, there, the Valentine's one was a good fun one there. So the pickup lines, if you're a single turn and you think to yourself, hang on at the minute, I, I, I've got a pickup line. It's wrestling related. You throw it out there. It was a great fun video, though, and I really, really enjoyed yeah. it. And as well, you've got, like like you said, the prediction stuff and also uh, stuff that's kind of detailed and going to WrestleMania, of course. Uh, you did a recent video of, uh, based on Edge as well after his Royal Rumble win of who he yeah. should go after at WrestleMania, which I thought was a great fascinating listen as well. Yeah, I think you should... McIntyre, I think Roman has plenty of opponents on SmackDown you can face where Drew really don't. So I think Edge would be really good for McIntyre. I think it would be a good, solid match to see them two go against one another. I like the idea. It feels like a dream match almost. Like you say, I'd like the yeah. idea of the race, but like you said, there's a lot of people on SmackDown as well. But it's starting to feel as if uh, it was leaned towards it a couple of weeks ago. But now things are kind of changing up a little bit week by week. We're seeing Cesaro get that push on SmackDown. Um, we're seeing Daniel Bryan as well win the mix once again also. And on Raw, we see the stuff with, with Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. Randy Orton could be going off with the Fiend. There's so many variables. So like you said, Drew McIntyre Edge, it's not off the table. It's something definitely would like to see. Um, but also you said to some of the, the current stuff, you've done also some of the older content, which I'm also fascinated by because we mentioned yeah. earlier on about you having that sort of, um, you know, you know, being a newer fan, if you want. But to watch something like the first Royal Rumble that you did not so long ago, I thought was a great video. as well. How did you find that watching the Royal Rumble then compared to what we see now? It's very, very different. The two products, like you wouldn't think they're both wrestling. You can see that you can see the difference. And what really sums up what the times was back then and now and what wrestling really is now compared to back then. Absolutely. And you can tell it's obvious to see the differences. Yeah, it really is as well. And um, are you a fan of some of the old school characters? I mean, like you uh, I remember doing the whole of Hacksaw Jim Duggan when watching along. Yeah, like, the old characters over the top, really boisterous, really, like, 
elegant, like flamboyant, that sort of thing. So people like Hacksaw Jim Duggan, he had that ho, you know, obviously Hulk Hogan, everyone knows, Andre the Giant, Ultimate Warrior, he had all of that. Yeah, absolutely indeed. And it's great to see those those classic swings. But there was one as well. I think you found the oldest uh, match you could find on WWE Network. Was that was that one that you did as well? Yeah, I did that right at the start of my channel. That was one of my first videos. Yeah, went all the way back to, I think it was 1950 or early 60s. It was great. It was black and white TV. And that was more like real wrestling. It was very interesting. Yeah, it was indeed. I mean, I quite enjoyed watching it. And of course, the like you say, you put it into a YouTube perspective as well, not just talking about the matches. You give a full reaction video as well. And I like that because uh, you're always quite animated with your reactions, which is always quite fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, it's trying as possible, most entertainment for the viewer. And as we're in lockdown, you know, you need the more entertainment because you got all these Netflix, Disney shows, and whatever, but can't get enough entertainment while we're in lockdown. Absolutely did. Well, you started it while we were in lockdown, of course, speaking of the pandemic, which was sadly we're still going for at the moment. Was that a motivation to get started or was there any other motivations that got you to go into the YouTube videos? Yeah, it's that. And also, I always wanted to do something in wrestling, obviously, when I'm all done, like, in the future. And, like, if I can grow my name out now as much as possible, it's only going to help when I do go into wrestling, if it's wrestling, promoting, anything within the ring or doing shows and anything like that, it will help lots. Absolutely. So, that, that is the way to spread your name as well, absolutely, by starting the YouTube channel off. And, of course, there is a big UK scene as well when it comes to the wrestling scene and stuff. And, of course, yourself uh, living in Wales and that. Would you see yourself trying yeah. to trying to then post yourself, maybe try and get with some of these independent promotions first? Yeah, well, I, I'd love to do it just as a bucket list thing, not even as for YouTube or career thing. It's just a bucket list thing. Getting even in front of 100 people in some pub, a, a holiday home, even if that type of wrestling, I'd love to do at least one match in my life. And it's, I think it's very doable, even if it's not WWE superstar level. I think that's very doable. And it'd be a fun experience, one that you'd never really forget. Absolutely, absolutely. Like you say, I mean, the, the, we, you know, the scene in the UK is big as well. So the idea that you could actually get some training is a lot more able than perhaps what would have been, say, 15, 20 years ago. So uh, it's an exciting prospect. And if there's any any wrestling promoters out there watching from anywhere, keep an eye on this guy, Dan. Honestly, he's interested. Yeah. He's getting the ring, getting trained up, honestly. I think uh, it's we've had a, a, an Irish WWE champion. We've had a Scottish one. We need a Welsh and an English one. Yeah. That's the two things missing, isn't it? Maybe you could be the Welsh one. There's only been one Welsh superstar in the main roster of WWE, and he, he didn't last that long. So, no. wasn't that was Mason Ryan? Ryan? Yeah, Mason Ryan. He's the only ever Welsh one on Raw, and I know they got stuff in NXT UK, but Raw is only ever Mason Ryan, and he didn't really last long. So. Now that's, need some. that's the goal in itself, isn't it? There, so that's quite exciting times indeed. There, yeah. um, but also with the going back to the YouTube channel stuff as well, if, uh, as, as we're plugging the channel at the moment, you've done other sorts of videos as well that are not just the, like you said, the incorporating wrestling in them, but like um, you did something very recent, which was very popular with uh, I think it was Ric Flair Adidas trainers. Uh, could you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, well, I was watching the Survivor Series and it was a Street Profits match, and they were wearing Ric Flair shoes and the commentator Cameron was on commentary he said oh if you want to get these Ric Flair shoes and I just thought Ric Flair's got his own shoes of Adidas you can't really miss it it's a cool bit of wrestling merch to have straight on the website and the shoes are really nice so the whole video around them obviously Ric Flair he's not just big in wrestling you know pop culture rap he's everywhere Ric Flair so I find Ric Flair he's one of the wrestling idols even though I'm a modern fan you look back at his stuff and you think wow he was you can see why he was the top guy and he's still 
is very much involved in Raw now. So I did a video on that and that's my most viewed one so far. Oh, fantastic. How many views has that got up to now? I think it's around 500, something like that. 500, maybe even 600 last time I checked. Incredible stuff there. Now that's awesome. Uh, but then you mentioned there, Ric Flair is still being involved today and obviously with today's product. Um, do you have a favourite wrestler going around at the moment in WWE? Well, mine does change from time to time. But like, I really had a constant on, like, it depends on who's getting pushed, really. And I've always liked Finn Balor since I started watching. I picked up him quite quickly. So I watched NXT as well. And NXT was amazing when I first started watching back in 2015, 2016. Kevin Owens, another guy I really like. But Daniel Bryan's probably my all-time favourite. Absolutely. Well, I mean, there you go. I mean, the inspiration itself, Daniel Bryan as well, there, isn't he? He's such a, a great map technician and stuff like that, isn't he? Yeah, and just the way he wrestles, it's not too, like, flippy, which turns off a lot of people. And it's, like, it's very believable. Even though he's small, he wrestles a very believable style for his side. And he proved he could do it as a heel as well. He's just, he's brilliant. He is. Character-wise, then, like you say, he strategizes matches. Very technical, very strategic. He, he seems to know yeah. his way around the ring, whether it's working as a good guy or a bad guy. So, no, it's a very, very popular choice indeed there. Well, you we mentioned some of the favourites then. Let's just quickly touch into modern WWE, if you don't mind, just for, for the time being. Yeah. Obviously, it's more wrestling-based at this particular time, but I want to come back to more some of the YouTube stuff a bit later on. Uh, what do you think with the current direction as we're now heading in towards the Elimination Chamber? Well, I, the Elimination Chamber, it's the most stacked Elimination Chamber as we've had in a long time, I can remember. 2019 had a good one, but like, look at all the stars, you know, former world champions, all current guys as well. And like, they all got a credible threat, especially on Raw, you know. Miz dropped out, Kofi, look, Kofi Mania 2, I'd love for that to happen. Yeah. We've got Jeff Hardy, who ever since he's been announced, a lot of people think you might even get Edge versus Jeff Hardy, so that would be really interesting if that happened. Yeah, absolutely. And Drew should win, though. I think Drew should win because he'd come out looking really strong if that was the case. Yeah, I agree. I think that it's a great idea if Drew McIntyre was to retain here because you look at things in WWE right now and uh, obviously the lack of fans. We may get fans at WrestleMania this year, which was another video we did very recently as well. Uh, and, yeah. and the idea of that, I mean, Drew McIntyre has not had the opportunity to, to defend the championship in front of a crowd. He didn't no. even win in front of a crowd. So do you think it'd be a bit unfair if he was to not get the opportunity this year? Um, I don't think it'd be unfair because everyone's got part in the same boat because you could say the same with any superstar wrestle. Uh, in front of a crowd, but it's probably giving him more highlight because everyone's going to remember this time period in life. So, and they'll remember who was the champion through pretty much all of it, and that's been Drew McIntyre. And I'm sure that when fans do come about, he will have a prominent role, but even if it's don't have the championship. Absolutely. I think you made a fantastic point there, really, with everyone being in the same boat and how you'll remember all of it. I think that's a really solid point there. Never yeah. thought of it from that direction, so I really like that. Judging on the SmackDown side of things, then, of course, Daniel Bryan, one of your favourites, Kevin Owens, another one of them. They're both inside the chamber structure and, of course, looking to fight to get an opportunity to fight Roman Reigns. Do you see either of them prevailing on the show? I don't, I don't really think... It could be Kevin Owens, because obviously it's storyline, but I think we've... They've had really good matches. I really enjoyed them wrestling, but I think we've had enough of Kevin Owens now. We don't want to overdo it with him. But I think, for me, I think they're going to go with Jey Uso to win the chamber. I think it'd be great for him. Him versus Roman. We can really see the evil Roman after an elimination chamber match. Straight facing his card and he's going to pulverise him. And hopefully that'll lead to Jey Uso, uh, Jimmy Uso coming back out. And I think that would be the best way for them to go. 
I like the idea, I really do, especially because Roman Reigns could be seen, feeling so you know, confident that his family member does the dirty work to then actually think, well, hang on, uh, yeah. I've got to wrestle him rather than actually him laying down for me. And like you say, it re re-energizes that rivalry once again, because we're not getting the rock now. And we've got this sort of family storyline going along. So it would be good to revisit the idea of main event Jay coming back to how he was. Cause he's sort of gone in the background, doesn't he, of late? Yeah, I really enjoyed this one as well. Like he, he needs to be back because he's proven. And I think fans received it quite well, him being one of the top guys on SmackDown. Yeah, absolutely, indeed. Yeah, I think, it, to be honest, really, I didn't expect Jay Uso to be a, a solid main eventer, but the fact he was put in that position, great storytelling and stuff. I, I really enjoyed Jay Uso's work since he's been on that singles run, so I would be quite in favour of it. I think you make a great point there when, when you look at that. But um, looking elsewhere then, uh, throughout that show, the United States Championship, there's a triple threat match uh, as we speak with Lashley, Keith Lee, and, of course, Riddle. Uh, do you have a preference how that one will go? Well, I think they'll... Uh, hopefully they give it to... um. Keith Lee, because he's actually, since he's come on to Raw, I did watch a bit of him in NXT when he had the double championships. I really like Keith Lee. I think he's got it all, and like, I'm sure WWE will back him as well as one of their top guys. So I'd like Keith Lee to win, but I think they'll probably keep it on, Lashley. Yeah, yeah. Do you see that, obviously, it was those those are the most popular two, and they're probably my likely two as well. Do you think Riddle would be the guy that would take the fall in this match? Uh... I'm assuming so because, but Riddle, I don't just this in the Royal Rumble. He had a really good showing, and you could tell there was something there for him. And like the mini matches he had to win the Rumble match, and I remember him and Daniel Bryan just going absolutely ham and really get to each other. And like, I do think there should be big things for Matt Riddle as well. So I'd love to see me post WrestleMania give him a little title run, even the WWE Championship shot. Yeah, absolutely. Like you say there, I mean, he had a great showing in the run, but I must admit, some of the, the shots between Brian and Riddle, like you said, they were quite brutal. It was it was quite tough to watch in places. Uh, but uh, no, it, I would agree with you. I'd like to see uh, more given a Riddle in this match. It does feel like at the minute he's that sort of part piece in this, but like you say, I, I think a push somewhere further down the line would be good. He's getting a lot of TV time anyway, a lot of comedy segments as well. Um, but um, obviously, uh, with superstars being uh, you know in WWE but also we've got some outsiders currently in WWE and of course one of them is Bad Bunny uh, and I know that uh, you're you're quite a fan of Bad Bunny if I'm not mistaken yeah I, I do listen to bad music I do like that like Spanish style that type of music even though I don't understand most of the words I like I just I think it's quite good and like WWE this is exactly what they need to be doing like they did it in the attitude era like with a lot of celebrities come in especially around this time and the fact he won the title on Raw so the 20% title, they bring it to Saturday Night Live, which is quite a big American yeah, thing. Yeah. So uh, just all patronizing the product. And he seems to be really involved and wanting to do it. Whereas we've had Saturdays before, do, do a half-assed attempt. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, he's current 24-7 champion as well. I wonder if that'll be involved on Saturday Night Live. Like you say, that was so big. And it, even uh, it's the first time I can remember anything. I mean, of course, Bad Bunny isn't a WWE superstar full-time, but, I mean, it's the first time I've seen something WWE-related with that for about 15, 20 years. That I can remember the likes of John Cena and The Rock doing it back in the day. There is an idea that we could get a WWE influence, which I think, like you say, this would be massive for the product. Would you like to see Bad Bunny in some sort of match at WrestleMania? Oh, definitely. I think the best match for him to go down is either is the tag team with Priest and Miz and Morrison, but even if it's singles, I'd love to see it. And, like, I think it'd be quite good for him. Like, he wants to do it. And, like, massive Latin style. You get all the South American viewers' attention. A lot of the mainstream attention. And, like, the Miz, the Miz will do great with him. You know, we know how good Miz is. So And Damien Priest, if they do the tag with Priest, 
for Priest, you come onto the main roster and you're paired up with the, probably one of the biggest stars in music. So you're going to be in a prominent role. Yeah, absolutely. I think you make another good point there. Like you say, you could really elevate Damien and Priest from this role. And of course, a lot of mainstream attention, more casualized to it. I, I, I agree. With you. I think it's a win-win idea. I know not everybody is sold on the Bad Bunny idea. Um, I'm not massively familiar with a lot of his music. I know some of it because... Um, occasionally uh from where i am based i i get a lot of the latin sort of style music and stuff but of course yeah. uh night clubbing's been a bit out of the picture the last sort of like year or so so that's kind of been a bit of ruled out for me but uh i must admit it's uh it's good to see it and he's done very well on the merch side of things so yeah power to it hopefully it, it does come around um going then obviously we touched a lot of the the sort of bottom products and obviously you said that you've been watching uh stuff on the wwe network since you were become a fan do you have like a, a favorite pay-per-view that you go back to watch every now and then um, I I do tend to watch one of the ones I've seen before. Like I do like watching like WrestleMania three two. I watched quite a lot because that was my first proper WrestleMania fan. Because that's like I that was like my first full year as a fan. I went from WrestleMania thirty one thirty two was my first proper one. But I do watch sometimes. I I watch. I think it's WrestleMania in two thousand one when it was Stone Cold Rock and I you had Undertaker Triple H. But I can't remember which exact WrestleMania it was. But I had, that one I really enjoyed when I rewatched it. Yeah. And, a lot, and WrestleMania 26, WrestleMania 26 and 2010. And like, yeah, I mean, those are two fantastic WrestleManias. In fact, uh, the, the first one you mentioned there, WrestleMania 17, that's actually my favourite show of all time, believe it or not. I think it's uh, yeah. where, where things were around that sort of period and stuff like that was a real sort of, when you watch it back now, which I got an opportunity to some point last year, it was a lovely nostalgic feeling. So no, it's a really good shout there. And also 2020, like you say, Shawn Michaels at the time, his last match ever. And uh, yeah, very special feeling when that was was going down. Um, as well as that then, do you have uh, like uh, you said there, is that is that your favourite pay-per-view of all time then currently WrestleMania 32 or do you have a, a different show that's currently one of your favourites? It does change from time to time. I do, NXT takeovers I do love, even though I don't watch NXT, I'll always watch a takeover because it's just quality wrestling. Or show, I don't know if I have a favourite show of all time. Probably is, I would probably say WrestleMania 32. I just really enjoyed. Like I know a lot of people don't like it, but I, I thought it was quite a good show myself. And still to this day, I still back it as a really fun show. So yeah, I'll probably say WrestleMania 32. Yeah, I actually like WrestleMania 32 personally. I know it's the first night of the real longer WrestleManias, but um good friend of mine that's been on the channel before, Ricky, he's actually went to that WrestleMania. Yeah. We did interviews around the time all those years ago of his experiences of going before, and then gave a review actually of what it was like being in Dallas at that point coming back. So it, for me, I have a kind of a sentimental feeling with that because it kind of felt, even though I wasn't there, I got a lot of those inner details and stuff. And to see the show, yeah. there was a lot of injuries at the time and they, they put a solid card together. Like they couldn't give the show they wanted but they still gave it a good product and it's one of the you know the highest i think it's still the highest attended wrestlemania of all time so it's it's a special one and i know they're going back there next year so that should be a, a fun experience hopefully they can have a full crowd when it comes around to it um but then if we look then um further on then you mentioned nxt then you enjoy a takeover we've just had a takeover uh what were your thoughts then with vengeance day oh i devastated heartbreak yeah. on valentine's day I love the Unstricted Eight era because I'm mod mod a fan. There hasn't re factions aren't really a thing much in wrestling, and they were like the apart from the Shield, they were the main ones. And the fact I like I really like Adam Cole as well. He's one of my favorites, and the the fact that he turned on them as well. Uh, it was it was devastating, but it was a really good show. Finn Balor, Pete Dunne had a great match. Kushida and Gargano as well, and the tag match about those new people from these are from TNA uh, Rascals. Mm. So. I, I thought they were really good as well. 
Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a solid takeover. I thought from start to finish, it was a lot of fun to watch there. And uh, I, I like the idea of heartbreak on Valentine's Day there, because like you say, we just didn't see that coming with Adam Cole. It was a complete yeah. shock. Do you think that this actually leads them to a full breakup with the UE, or do you think that there is a way that they can recover this? Uh, it has to be a full breakup, really, don't I? It'd be quite a dull thing not to do. It's like Because you can't have the leader out there just feel like a low effort, thunderstruted error there, and it won't be the same about Cole. So I don't know how the two, Roderick Strong and Cole, and then O'Reilly and Fish. But I think Kyle O'Reilly, I think, well, we've seen him in the singles match. He, he did take battle to the limit. And I think he's got a lot of potential if he just goes on a singles run. Absolutely, I agree with you. I think that there is a lot of potential there. I, I really want to see O'Reilly and Cole. Um, they have a lot of history together through their Ring of Honor days as a tag team and as rivals. Their actual, Kyle O'Reilly's last matches in Ring of Honor were against Adam Cole. Uh, one of them, he won the world title, uh, but then he went to sign for WWE, so he had to drop the championship in uh, New Japan yeah. Wrestling on Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, so it's quite fun, the history they have, and I hope that they can sort of revisit that program in WWE. Like you say, both of them are super, super talented, and I, I thoroughly enjoy their work as well. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, when you look at things then from, from NXT takeovers and stuff like that, and we bring it back to the YouTube channel, like you say, you've put a lot of great wrestling content out there. So for the wrestling fans that are watching this, I want people to make sure they go and subscribe to your channel because it's such a fun perspective and you've shown already in this interview you've got some yes. great points knowledge of points from a modern fan and i think that there's not enough modern fans sharing and voicing their opinions so i i want people to actually go out there and check your channel i think that they need to give dan dw some time on youtube because it's real good stuff but it's not just football that's uh, not just wrestling sorry that's on your channel i've given the game away already there haven't i yeah. football is based on the channel as well you're a big swansea city fan aren't you Yes, it's my own team, my parents, grandparents, all sports sports. I did have a season ticket before fans went. And it's just, it's nice to see them really doing well now after a couple of years of struggle. And you got a bit more back in the season. And our manager's excellent with young players. He's perfect for the job we have to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Swansea City having a great season as well. They're the second, if I'm not mistaken, currently in the championship. Yeah. So, uh, and the top two uh, obviously get promoted to the Premier League. Of course, there's the playoffs as well for a third team to join. I'd really like to see Swansea back in the Premier League. I did enjoy them back there before, especially, uh, well, I didn't like it when they were beating my team. They once beat my team, West Ham 4-1. I wasn't quite happy that day. But, um, yeah. I, I mean, Swansea, they're a good footballing side. They're good at kicking the ball around. So, I do hope they do come back to the Premier League at some point. Uh, definitely would be good to see it. And also, for yourself as well, a good chance to get some more videos on there celebrating the swans in the premier league i oh, think that would be quite fun to watch definitely if swans go up i will probably do more videos more people want to see it if we're in the prem but yeah i've done a one video on swansea before so and i it's just it's a club i'm passionate about it's my own team so you really show it through when i do the videos absolutely indeed there you've done a few more premier league ones as well haven't you yeah, I've done like transfer window ones and like I did early on at the start of the season do a couple of Prem ones, but then I decided to shift it more to wrestling and I do a bit, bit of both now really. Yeah, absolutely. It's nice to have that variety, isn't it? Like you say, that you, you yeah. focus a lot of stuff on wrestling, but you also give one or two other things out there just to branch out there because it's a casual standpoint. Of course, there are yeah. people that are into both, you know, and that's that's always good. Oh, that so it's great. Are, are there other things that you do for the channel as well? Well, one of the goals is for the channel is to get as many new wrestling fans as possible. And you can't, I can't get new fans if I just do wrestling content. So I've done a lot of crossover stuff. So I've done a Premier League team full of footballers. You know, a lot of stuff like that. And you do more stuff like that. And that one, that video was actually received really well. And a lot of people enjoyed that. And like, 
So I'm trying to get as many new fans into wrestling as possible, try really grow a good, positive community. Because I know, I know wrestling, they could do with some new fans. So I think I could definitely bring a lot to the table and a lot more new fans. Hopefully they really enjoy wrestling. Absolutely, indeed, then. I would definitely like to see that. Uh, is there anything then you'd like to, to plug for us today? Like, I mean, obviously, we'll leave uh, if, if for the YouTube watchers, I'll leave the link in the description so people can go directly towards your channel uh, and they can go and check out your content and subscribe. But is there any content that they could be looking forward to in the near future? Well, I'll see WrestleMania around the call. I'll, see, I'll do all my Elimination Chamber, probably do reaction to that prediction, pay per view review. I always do free videos around the pay per view. So there'll be their free videos up. So a lot of videos around WrestleMania, and that'll be probably the main focus. I'm probably a bit more just fun, like real-life videos. And hopefully, yeah, if restrictions left, I can do more videos outdoors as well. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun to see as well there. So, uh, yeah, that would be great. And uh, like I say to everybody, go and check out uh, DWE. It's definitely worth a subscribe, definitely worth checking out the content. And I want to say, Dan, thank you so much for coming on the channel today. It's been great to have you on. Anytime. I'll come back anytime. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much there. Well, for those that are watching on YouTube, please like, share and subscribe to the channel. If you haven't already, go and check out DWE as well. Get into 250 subscribers. He's so close to that milestone. So let's make that happen. If you're watching this video, go over there now and give some support to DWE. I honestly highly recommend it. Uh, but for those that, of course, have got a keen eye on this channel as well, uh, I do let you know that the Elimination Chamber predictions are on the channel as of right now. So make sure to go and check them out. Uh, and of course, there'll be more content coming throughout the week and you can also maybe i'll have one or two surprises also coming later this week where i may be in a couple of other destinations so uh make sure to go and follow my twitter handle at scw underscore steve and you can find out where to find me this week uh, but that's all from me and that's all from dan as well thank you so much dan again as for coming on uh, this has been scw here on youtube and if you've been listening on podcast form happy yourselves a great day and we'll see you next time